Welcome to another episode of Why Not Meditate podcast. I'm your host, Masako Kozawa, a teacher and a student of mindfulness meditation. I am so happy that you're here. In today's episode, I am sharing a special conversation I had with a young lady named Valkyria Whitlock. She is a meditator, poet, entrepreneur, yoga instructor, philanthropist, and world traveler from Idaho. She is the author of the book, I Love What I've Forgotten. She's currently developing an app which helps people to connect and also building a nonprofit organization to teach youth mindfulness using a virtual reality headset. Valkyria's life story is very inspiring and relatable at the same time. If you have gone through anything painful in life, you have a choice to see yourself as a victim because of it or to be thankful for the lessons that taught you and bless others with your experience. And she chose and keeps choosing the latter. I am honored that she shared her story, and I'm happy that I can share this episode with you. Enjoy. How well, Kilia. Thank you so much for being here today. And we had a brief conversation the other day about your life story, but for the audience that who don't know you yet, um, can you share who you are and your journey so far and how meditation has made an impact? Hi, Masako. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, my name is Wakiria, and I am a published poetry author. I have an app coming out, and I have a nonprofit to teach youth meditation through a VR headset. So I'm very much into meditation, and I can't wait to share my experience for why.、Um, my story starts back. I'm from Idaho. I'll start there.、Mm-hmm. I'm from a small town in Filer, Idaho, and I grew up in what you could say is a toxic environment. You know,、um, I came from a broken household, and、um, yelling was a very regular thing in my day to day life. With my parents and how they handled things. There was spousal abuse、um, and really just a lot of beliefs, right? That had been, or ways of dealing with things that had been passed down from one generation to the next. And、um, my childhood was a bit difficult because of that. And when I was in high school, I actually. Was raped, and that it was considered statutory rape, which statutory rape means that the person involved agreed to it, but、um, the age difference is what is the issue. And that was partially, I would say, having to do with thoughts that I had in my head, right? My sense of worth because of not having. Um, my dad around and having people leave, and、um, beliefs that I kept repeating in my head, and 
things of that nature that led me to that moment. And after that, I struggled with depression and um, attempted suicide. And it was rough, you know, (laughs) it was it was really, really rough. And it seemed to go in cycles, even until I was in college. Um, I was a junior in college and I was depressed and I could not for the life of me understand why I was going to a counselor. I was going on runs. I was exercising. I was eating healthy and I just couldn't understand it. I couldn't wake up for class. I just wanted to Mm -hmm. sleep all of the time. My sleeping schedule was completely off and I just couldn't figure it out. So I was actually told to start a mindfulness journal and start meditating. Mm -hmm. And from that point on, my life completely changed. I learned different ways of expressing myself. I was unlocking um, things that I had done when I was a child for writing and singing Mm -hmm. as an adult. And I thought, wow, this is my gift. Like, this is what I want to share with the world. And I told my parents about it and they said, no, that's not you at all. You're into science, (laughs) you're into business, you know, that's what your path is. And so I decided that I would drop out of school Mm -hmm. and, you know, take time to figure it out. That was my thinking then. Mm -hmm. And, um, I continued with meditation and a few months into this, one of my friends, she called me and she asked what I was doing. She was just graduating from university of Hawaii and wanted me to move to Fiji with her. And that's away from Idaho. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think the flight is like 13 hours, which is so wild. But yeah, it, it it is. It's a long ways from home. And I was 20 years old. It was my first time leaving the country. And I only had a car at the time. So I sold my car so I could buy a plane ticket there. And mm-hmm. that left me with about $50. <laughs> to travel to Fiji with, which, yeah. Did you have any hesitation? There was no hesitation. There was no hesitation? Like, were you, like, ready to make the the jump? Yep. I was so excited to see something new. I was so excited to travel. I was just so excited to live, right? Mm. And I think that's really having my focus so clear on all of the good things that were about to happen Mm -hmm. um, really helped my experience, right? And when I went there, it was, it was like a movie. Um, My best friend was dating the prime minister's son and they took me to go shark diving I got to model in a fashion show, um, just extremely, you know, more than I had imagined, truly. Mm-hmm. And 
it was that focus, that clarity, but also I have to tell you like the, the first week when I was with my friend, it was, it was perfect. It was so amazing. But then when I was by myself and I was in this new country and my parents had been telling me about how scary it is to travel, how girls would go missing or um, people would get kidnapped and, you know, things like Mm -hmm. that. When I was alone, those were the type of thoughts that I kept circulating around. And Mm -hmm. um, after three days of just staying at the hotel or the apartment that we were living at, um, the, I went to walk down the street and there was this man who was in this van that had pulled up and it was the nicest vehicle that I had seen after even staying with the prime minister, right? Nicer vehicle than that. And he was asking me where I was going, um, where I was staying. And these are all questions that I was told, like, absolutely do not answer. Mm -hmm. So I kind of tried to uh, blow that person off, like walk past them. And then I sat down on this bench and this older man came up to me and started speaking to me about the same exact stuff. And I could see the car was parked up the road in in my line of sight still so I waited for the bus to come and I did not get on and at the next stop that guy actually got off the bus and so I decided to go into the um the nearby shop and just wait until the vehicle and the man had left and they did and Mm -hmm. I went back home and I reflected on how that experience happened to me and what I had been thinking about. And mm-hmm. uh, that's when I realized that I had had those circulating thoughts. And you know what? I decided that I would live differently the next day and mm-hmm. I didn't experience that again. Mm-hmm. Nothing so, of that sort. It was like, what you're focusing on that That's, was showing yeah. up that is what i believe and has continued to be true for me throughout my life so what what point um before you went to fiji or were you already meditating was yes. the meditation already like part of your life Yeah, that's when I started to meditate. And it was just a brief practice at the time. Like I had only started it um, super consistently for about, I would say three or four months when I Mm -hmm. left to Fiji. And um, it started very basically, I would just sit in my backyard and look at the trees and keep my eyes open and focus on the word beautiful for like five to 15 minutes long Mm -hmm. and I would have a little timer through an app called insight timer which is I still use today yeah if people are interested in that it's so helpful yes but um I would just focus on a single word and with the word beautiful it was really easy because when I was starting 
to meditate, I couldn't meditate with my eyes closed because mm -hmm. I would have all of these cool visions and I just found it super distracting. And so when I kept my eyes open, then I was able to focus on the tree in front of me and mm -hmm. say like, okay, the tree is beautiful. B-E-A-U-T-I-F-U-L. That was how I started the process of we're building a relationship with my mind mm -hmm. to focus on what I wanted to focus on because my mind at that point always wanted to be doing something. So yes. I was like, okay, we're going to focus on one thing, but you're still going to be able to do something while we're focusing on that. And so that was my method and it's still is super helpful today. I think if I'm having trouble, then I just go to something like that where I give my mind an activity that's mm -hmm. focused. That is super powerful and helpful for so many people, I believe, because I hear the same comments all over and over from the people I know. Like, I cannot sit still. I cannot stay quiet. My mind is so loud and I cannot focus on nothing. So you're experience says that you don't have to just sit on that meditation cushion in a complete silence and then close your eyes in order to gain benefits of meditation. You can actually do it differently and then still it will be helpful. Absolutely. Like you're not going to, if you're someone who doesn't run, you're not going to go outside and run a marathon, right? You're, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to build your way up um, depending yeah. on your level of exercise already. And some people probably do practice meditation already because what meditation really is, is intentful focus, right? Mm -hmm. So you can do that while you're washing dishes or driving or running, or there's so many different ways that you can practice that that calm space in your mind. And so different people can start at different levels, but you've got to go with what works best for you. Yes. So doing it in your way is better than not doing it, right? Exactly. Yes. Yes, exactly. So you started your journey in Fiji and then were you already writing at that time? Yeah. And actually some of my poems in the book were written when I was in Fiji. Some of them, you know, they're just all throughout my different little journeys, mm -hmm. um, which it's kind of cool to me because I dropped out of school originally to do this. And then I started traveling and kept on writing, but I didn't really know if I would ever be able to share what I had written, you know? So now that it's out it's kind of a it's a really cool feeling and meditation helped me to do this so okay when you say meditation helped you to write mm -hmm. or create something mm -hmm. how does that process work for you that is a great question I think that when I create something I am being super present mm -hmm. with that experience and 
meditation for me allows me to focus my mind wherever I need to focus it on so I can have a super deep present connection right mm -hmm. I'm not getting distracted um when I compiled my book I actually did it in 20 hours straight if that gives you any idea that is amazing that is supernatural right well yeah it's just when you go with that flow I think and yeah if you're in a good space then why why not yeah so that really really resonates with me I recently heard that um one of the writers he also meditates and he was saying that meditation helps me helps him to be more creative and I was thinking from like a scientific standpoint and it, it made sense because when we meditate, we are in the rest and digest state rather than being in a fight and flight state, you know? Mm -hmm. So we're not like striving to survive. We are, we have more bandwidth in our nervous system and we can like reproduce or create something. So yeah. it makes sense that you are able to write and create art. Yeah, I think that it helps you to get in, in exactly what you said, get into that frame of mind where you're going to feel like maybe playing the guitar or painting mm -hmm. or anything that I guess meditation helps you to get into a space where you're able to transform energy, right? Because a lot of our self-expression is transforming some type of experience into art and it can mean something different to any given person, right? Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah, I, I, I really think meditation is the best thing because it's free and you yes. can really do it anywhere and you get to decide like how much time you want to put towards it but if you only have five minutes you're going to notice a benefit you know even just five minutes you really will yes yes yeah I I believe that too and I've seen it in my own life too like consistency is I always say like where the magic is mm-hmm just like anything else too, like if you're practicing piano or any instruments, if you practice it like three hours once a month or like 10 minutes every single day, it's definitely, you know, more efficient if you practiced it a shorter amount of time, but consistently. So it's the same with meditation. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I started my nonprofit was to help people that were in that maybe are in a similar situation that I was in when I was in high school not really having mm -hmm. a true escape or guidance on how to think differently how to view yourself differently how to view the world differently and that's what I'm hoping to give through this VR headset meditation so Okay, so yeah. is that nonprofit like are you providing um, meditation, guided meditation or? So 
what it is, it is guided meditation, but it's through a VR headset. And when you go into that space, you're taught how to meditate, why meditate at first, and then you can explore. So a lot of people, I think that the more that you get into meditation too, the more that you're really able to hone in on just being present, sitting in nature Mm -hmm. with your eyes, you know, like just, just that is enough for you to really connect. But to teach people meditation and teach people to have different self-thought, when you go around and explore these maps, there's little hot spots that come up and you have a guided meditation that will lead you through a specific virtue as it applies to you, basically. Mm-hmm. So then when you complete that guided meditation you get to go on to a new map. So it's kind of like helping people to, everybody wants to explore in some right, right? So it's making meditation more of a game that is fun. <laughs> so is, is the map virtual? Yeah, it's all, well, no, the the map is created using photogrammetry which is where a photographer comes in and like takes pictures of something at so many different angles that Uh when you have a headset on, you're able to move and see the space um, like 3D. Oh, so when you say headset, you're talking about like the uh, virtual reality headset. Yes, 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 exactly. Got it. Okay, so it's a guided meditation with the vision provided. Yes, yes, exactly. How cool is that? How, how can like anybody um, subscribe to it? So we're working on getting funding for it right now, okay. but it would be an application on the Oculus headset. So okay. anybody would be able to purchase the app and then we're working on having a system where schools can have Um, a certain amount of headsets donated to their school Mm -hmm. and the students would be able to use them in a classroom or counseling setting. That's fascinating. Thank you. I mean, I've, okay. I thought I didn't know what you meant when you said headset, but now it makes complete sense. Um, So that would solve many people's concerns right like I cannot like sit still I can't I cannot just close my eyes and then stay quiet because you are actually seeing things and yeah. it's like a the whole body experience yeah exactly wow okay so that's <laughs> like a next level meditation thank you it was a vision that I had (laughs) thank you so much I'm really excited Um, when when did you receive the vision and then how did how do you believe that came to you so the vision came in October of 2020 Mm -hmm. and 
it came or maybe it was earlier than that but when i really wrote it was earlier than that that it came to me but i was able to write it out all in october mm-hmm. and i was asking what is a better gift that i could give mm-hmm. um that i had and it was my peace of mind i was like how do you give peace of mind mm-hmm. so i thought that that was that was a good way to do it, right? And also, I feel like if you're teaching people to find peace or create peace from within, mm-hmm. then you are helping to create world peace, right? Because Definitely. in a conflict, it really only takes one person to step outside of the the conflict and they can help resolve it oh it really takes just one person yes um yeah it's that's that's the goal that's it (laughs) so you are using your own past experience that was difficult to deal with and now that you have come through it and then you're on the other side you are like thinking what can i contribute to the, you know, like the young people who might be in the same situation, similar situation as you were, but you didn't have at that time. Yeah, exactly. So at that point, I had already written my book, which Mm -hmm. I think is helpful in different other in other ways. I was working on my app. And I was like, what? You know, you just, there's something in us that we want to figure out, or at least in me, like, what is the most meaningful life that I could live? You know, you Mm -hmm. ask yourself that, like, what is a way that I could make an impact today? Like, what is something that I could do? What's something I could strive for? And I really do believe that we are each given gifts, and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're supposed to share them. And yeah, my peace of mind is like a a gift and something that has been created as well, you know? Yeah. So just to really help people to focus on nature, focus on themselves and their relationship with themselves and focus on the virtues that are in them, you know, Mm -hmm. because we all exhibit those virtues and, helping yourself to focus on that and recognize that well where focus goes energy flows so yes yes yeah we can do great things definitely i really love the title of your book i love what i have forgotten <laughs> thank you so can much you, can you tell us a little bit more sure and i'll have a little i am a huge kanye west fan okay um one of his songs is um everything i'm not made me everything i am and Mm -hmm. that that premise is exactly the same premise of i love what i've forgotten so Mm -hmm. basically and i'll read you a little poem from the end because i said it best here (laughs) (laughs) I love what I've forgotten because the lines of what I am are defined by what I am not. Everything I've ever let go of 
has shaped me into who I am today. And I love that. I love what I've forgotten because I love who I am. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, it's about, you know, appreciating what we've let go of and seeing that everything has a part in who we are today and also realizing that you can let go, right? Yes. Yes. And then you don't have to, like, be ashamed of what you have let go because that actually served for you if you look at them from a different perspective, right? Yeah. Yeah. They play, they all play a role. And it's all part of the grand learning scheme. <laughs> yeah. What I am really like amazed at is that, like, you know, like mo most people don't think of like just writing a book and then publishing it or creating Oculus app for meditation. I mean, some people might have those ideas, but in order to make the ideas into actual creation, I mean, that process takes a lot of guts to do. It, were there any like, who am I to do these things? Like, what, are, what am I doing? You know, or were there any hesitation? So that is a fantastic question, especially I don't have a, an educational background, you know, like I don't have a degree and my path, if you look at it, it's very winding mm -hmm. and uh, it's, you know, I know th the truth, right? God knows what's in your heart. And I know that I was following that moment to completion. And when I got to IE completion, I was like, okay, well, what's next? <laughs> and those thoughts of like, who am I to, or, well, they happen, right? Mm -hmm. But I train, I'm, I'm a mind, I'm a thinker, I am, I have a great relationship with my mind. And I used to actually train animals when I was younger. And that comes into play because, mm -hmm. um, when you have a horse and you're walking them over a bridge and they, if they make like a move, they take too many steps, you back them up mm -hmm. to teach them. You, like a dog, you move it backwards. Like, okay, you didn't stop when I said stop. So we're just going to back you up. When the horse doesn't stop, when you pull on the reins, you back them up to when you said stop. So when my brain or if I have a thought that is like that, I stop and I mm -hmm. back it up. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, um, let's rephrase that and mm -hmm. let's think of this positively. And one thing that's given me a lot of peace is one of my beliefs. And it's that if you are given a vision, it is for you to make come to life so mm. and so it's I, more like a responsibility yeah that's how i see it so it's a responsibility and you know who knows what particular role you really have bringing it to life but as, like you are starting and you are taking action and 
you are trying to collaborate because you know you can do it and if you mm-hmm. believe that you can do it then mm-hmm. you are I think it's Winston Churchill quote if you believe that you can do it you're halfway there but mm-hmm. it's really true because once you believe that you can do it mm-hmm. then you'll think of the right actions that you can take right yeah. you'll have supporting thoughts mm-hmm. onto mm-hmm. that belief and it's really, really important that you believe. And with my Oculus headset app like that, I I kept it in my vision. But imagine someone who has no experience in that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how how am I going to make that come to life? How I brought the book to life, I don't know. I just kept researching and learning well it was similar with the app and it's similar with this too so um how seems to figure itself out in a way but mm. I ended up meeting with Nani de la Pena back in April she's considered the um virtual reality godmother okay like if you google virtual reality godmother her name pops up okay wow and she was the mentor for the guy who created oculus yeah okay really fantastic so she has helped me to create a budget for this whole plan and i've been working with the arthur blank family foundation to um get some help financially and then i have five people including myself and then we'll hire a photogrammetry guy that and these people I knew from high school we have a counselor we've got someone who's really into technology um with that uses wavelengths and stuff Mm -hmm. and we have a videographer and um a high school teacher so people of all different backgrounds really and areas of expertise to make this a really well-rounded experience. Wow. So So, along the way you met the right people who can contribute to this project. Exactly. And were you concerned? Like, okay, you didn't have the knowledge yourself, right? For the project. You had the idea Yep. But you didn't know that technical part or like you didn't have the rest of the piece piece of the puzzle. Yeah, exactly. Was, was were you concerned? <laughs> like how were you like did you feel lost? Like how am I going to, you know, make this happen? Um well, my plan of action was to go back to school mm-hmm. and so I d- took that action. I applied to go back to Boise State and I was speaking with my friends and they were like, you know what? You don't need to go back to school for this. We can help you make this. And that confidence and their help was enough for mm-hmm. me to realize that there are ways to make this happen without having to learn everything myself. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I kept with it and it's really turned into a much grander 
vision than initial, you know, like than my initial one. And it's been such an exciting, incredible process. But um, yeah, I, I guess I wasn't concerned. I was just like, well, if I like how, how would I ever do that? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. well, I guess I would have to learn and I guess I'd have to go to school. And so, you know, you just start, you start where you can. Mm. And that echoes throughout so many people's stories, like start with what you have and do what you can. Yeah. Yeah. Same with meditation, same with everything else. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So you have traveled to many countries within yeah. such uh, short amount of time I mean in your lifetime which is s- relatively short right <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, have yeah. you, what have you like learned through traveling to so many different countries um that I feel like deep down we're all really similar mm. and that for me gives me so much hope in the idea of world peace mm-hmm. um, and that you can make an adventure anywhere, right? And you can truly feel welcomed anywhere too, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, but really, if anything, that we're all really the same inside. I really yeah. do believe that. Yeah, we're all in this together, right? We're having yep. this human experience and we have not done it in this current physical form. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So it's kind of like, um, you know, we're all winging it as we go. <laughs> 100%. And that's one thing that I learned through yachting actually is like, Mm. nobody has it all figured out <laughs> like no one does we're all just learning moment mm-hmm. by moment and everybody's doing their best with what they have yeah that I think gives us like a reason to be more compassionate yes exactly exactly and I have to say one thing um that boggles me sometimes is people will get really upset about um certain billionaires and like I'm just thinking of Jeff Bezos right now and or Bill Gates and I'm like these people have literally dedicated their whole lives to a service right like the service that Amazon provides for people to make their life easier Bill Gates trying to give water to everyone clean water for everyone in the whole world like these are really incredible things you know to try to achieve and I just got to say that it it inspires me it really does so Mm -hmm. but we're all making our own differences each and every day and Mm -hmm. we all have the power to impact someone's life yeah absolutely and you're doing your part and so are you (laughs) and so are you whoever's listening (laughs) you really are yes we all have different roles and yeah definitely Mm. awesome um thank you 
I would like um, my audience to know where they can find you and your work and your book, your exciting Oculus meditation program that's in works right now. Um, can you give us where we can find you? Yeah, you can find all of my stuff on my website, www.wakiriawhitlock.com. W A L yeah. W A L K Y R I A Whitlock W H I T L O C K and that talks about Global MVP which is my nonprofit and my book I love what I've forgotten and then my app Playnet along with just you know it's a It's a fun website to learn about me, I guess. <laughs> okay, we didn't really cover your app. What's your app about? So my app is actually a different type of social media where you'll go to find events. And mm -hmm. your profile will be the events you've created, the events that you're interested in, or the events that you've gone to. So you can connect with people by what you do. You can create parties with just you and your friends and have like a, an easy way to share it. But yeah, that's, that's what it wow. is. It's to help people connect. And then that's something that, that came to you too. Yeah, exactly. To connect the people so that we don't feel like so isolated <laughs> yeah and that was also during 2020 mm. that that whole vision came to life um and it's another thing that can help us right like yes, yes. especially because a lot of people will you know there's comparison and stuff that mm -hmm. happens online and This is hopefully to bring the focus more to what people are doing and connecting in that way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like in-person connection. Yep. yep. Yeah. However, We all crave for that. Some, oh, yeah. I, it's just, it's our nature, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I am just fascinated with your life story and what you are creating. It's amazing. And That's so sweet. <laughs> I cannot be more excited to follow your projects. And I'm pretty sure these are not the all projects that you're going to create. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> right? You have more things like in your mind that you're receiving the visions all the time. And then once you create one thing, like once you publish one book, then you know you can repeat the process. It might not be the book. It could be a piece of music. It could be a piece of art. But you know the process. Process is pretty much the same. There's a blueprint. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> And that the people who, whose lives that you're going to touch through what you create. Thank you so much. I really appreciate having you have me on here. And I hope that The things that I've shared today can help people to live their best life, really, you know, yes. enjoy themselves more and go after the things that they want to go after. I really think that 
there's room for everyone's dreams to come true. And I think that we need people that are wanting and willing to go after their dreams because it makes a more beautiful world. And regardless, or maybe because of the hard life experiences that they might go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, if you've gone through hard things, then you you've been blessed in a way because you've had to grow in strength in ways that are hard to teach, right? Yeah. So if you haven't had to go through things, like you are so blessed too. But yeah. yeah, there's always different ways to look at things. Well, thank you so much for sharing your light and love. Thank you so and much. I wish you the best. Wow. <laughs> What an inspiration she is. Here are the takeaways. Number one, what you focus on, consciously or unconsciously, will show up in your life. Become aware of that and it will make all the difference in your life. Number two, choose the meditation method or formatting that works for you. Start wherever and however you can. Meditating in whatever way is better than not meditating. You will still benefit from doing it. Number three, we are each given a gift and we are supposed to share that with others. Ask yourself, what is the most meaningful life you could live? What can you do today to make an impact? Number four, when a thought that is not serving you comes up, take a pause, back up, and reframe it. Number five, if you believe you can do it, you are halfway there. Once you believe you can do something, the how will figure itself out. Along the way, the right people will show up to help you out. Number six, each and every day, we are making differences in our own unique ways. Do not underestimate your own power. Number seven, We need more people who are willing to go after their dreams because that's what makes the world more beautiful. Number eight, painful life experiences are blessings in disguise. They are your teachers. You can alchemize the traumas into something beautiful and meaningful. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can get Valkyria's book and follow her exciting projects at her website, valkyriawhitlock.com. All the information can be found on the show note on this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and leave a review. Also, share the episode with a friend who might benefit from meditation. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, why not meditate?